the Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donatos.com for more information. How is it going, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a former NFL linebacker, former Rutger standout, and an XFL linebacker. Quentin Gaze, how we doing today, brother? Doing good, doing good. How you doing? Good, good, good. So, first and foremost, you got to tell us about your hometown of Rochester, New York, what makes it so unique. Yeah, so Rochester, New York, uh, it's such a small town, 200,000 plus people. Um, that's where I grew up, man, like small, you know, big fish in a small pond type of guy coming out of there, but definitely a great town uh, to raise your children. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So tell us a little bit about your recruiting process out of high school and how you ended up at Rutgers. Yeah, so out of high school, getting recruited out of Rochester, you really have to like get yourself um, out of town to go get recruited. So we had to do a lot of driving, a lot of uh, traveling out of town just to get that exposure. And you had a lot of other kids that came along with us that like joined us along that process. But yeah, like we went to New Jersey, we went to, um, you know, Alabama, Florida, California, different places just to get noticed by these colleges. And finally, you know, towards the end of my hitting my junior year and senior year, I started to get some scholarships coming. in. Yeah. So what do you think would, would you say is like the one thing that you really did to like kind of set yourself apart from the other guys at your position? I would say just putting the extra effort in it and being and having that persistence um, to go and achieve what I want. And that's the biggest thing. Like if you know the steps of what you got to do and all it is, is just a couple of roadblocks in the way we got to do is just get on the train and just like, you know, just go through it. Like just keep fighting through it. And um, the opportunities will show, show up as long as you stay prepared. Yeah, for sure. So following your career at Rutgers, we got to hype you up a little bit. Had 190 tackles, 26 tackles for a loss, right. three sacks. What kind of NFL interest did you get right after college? And kind of what, at one point in college, like what point did you start to realize, like, all right, I can play at the next level? Yeah, I think um, definitely after like my, my junior year um, in college, I knew like, okay, like I have enough, I have the ability to play at the next level. I'm making, you know, big plays in the backfield. I'm making plays on special teams. Uh, you know, I have all the tangibles. It's all about just getting that shot. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you you wound up being signed as an undrafted free agent by the Philadelphia Eagles. Kind of what was that moment like? And then what kind of chip did that kind of add to your shoulder as, you know, your career progressed? Yeah. So being a free agent, like, it was kind of BS in a sense. Like, a lot of teams were like, hey, we're going to pick you up in the fourth round. We're going to draft you. We're going to draft you. Lots of calls on the phone. And that didn't happen. Like, like I literally, I was called by the Browns. Browns were telling me the day before, uh, second day of the draft, early on, hey, we're looking at you. For be ready, like that. You know that that's that's so messed up, man. Like, <laughs> get calls from them, the Ravens, and that happened. But like, you know what? It's the game. That's how it is. Um, but like, the opportunities came along later. Uh, so the Eagles picked me up. Ended up performing performing well there. Ended up getting released from the Eagles, heartbroken. I'm like, what happened? Like, why am I getting released? But they told me it, it, it was just a BS move at, at the end of the day um, in business. But you can't, you can only control what you can control. So uh, I ended up going to the Patriots next after that. That led me on to the uh, Broncos. 
Yeah, for sure. We're about to touch on that. So, you know, <laughs> you were able to join the New England Patriots right after that stint with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you joined the practice squad and then you ended up joining the Denver Broncos later that season. Kind of what was it like getting to learn alongside some of like the best players in the entire NFL? Like you were playing with Tom Brady, you were learning under Bill Belichick. Like kind of yeah. what was that like? Yeah, those are, those experiences are, you know, man, like you cherish those forever for sure. Those experiences, though, were amazing. Definitely, like, learn from some of the best. Gronkowski, learn from some great, amazing, uh, you know, Collins. Collins, one of the linebackers. Like, some of these those guys, um, just really great players that, like, you – yeah, I saw TV before, and I'm like, yo, I'm actually playing with them. All. They're, my, they're my teammates, you know. But I think the biggest thing is, like, you, when you get in there, you can see the seriousness of how they take everything and. I um, had a lot of my Rutgers guys that that were there at uh, the Patriots, so I was able. I, I already knew like what was expected, what was going to happen. It was just all about showing up every day and like being prepared. So I gotta ask you, bro. So does Gronk really be acting the same way he acts on like media and stuff like that in practice? Or is he like always just like that, or does he have like a switch that he flips sometimes? Yeah, he's chill, man. Gronkowski's. I mean, it's been a couple a couple years, but. Now he's he's chill. He's a he's a down to earth guy. He's actually from Buffalo, New York. Um, I met his dad too. Great guy, great family. Just just really down to earth. Like you can't like I don't know. He's just himself. Like I love it. Like he's being who he is, and that's that's you don't get that from everybody in the league. So definitely a, a guy to you know like whatever he does, he is himself in the locker room, out the locker room. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. It's just it's ironic that he's from like one of the party capitals of the world in Buffalo too. <laughs> Bill's mafia be turning up. All right. Turn up. Yep. So on December 10th, 2016, you got a call from the Broncos saying you're promoted to that active roster. Kind of what was that moment? Like, you know, you go, you're undrafted. Um, you know, you, you get, you get away from a couple teams. You finally get that call that you're, you're not only being called to the active roster, but then soon after you're starting in the NFL, kind of what was that whole vibe like? Yeah, man, that was just, whew. Yeah, I mean, getting paid up by the Broncos after, like, getting released from the Patriots, coming in there, knowing that I have, like, to put it all on the line to, like, get for these opportunities to, like, open up for me. So I went hard in practice every single day. I was Von Miller, Akito Lib. Some guys got mad at me for going too hard in practice. But guess what? When I did that, it actually opened up opportunities for me to um, start, you know, yeah. on a special team. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so you've kind of bounced around a little bit since playing in the NFL. NFL. You played in the CFL, AAF, XFL. Um, kind of what's it been like experience all these different leagues and how have you kind of transitioned to rule changes, field differences, stuff like that throughout your career? Yeah, I would say just, yeah, this, it, it's really not that hard to tell the truth. Like you study it, what you got to do, and it's like you just go do it. Like at first, CFL, I was like, oh my gosh, like, 12 men on the field feels a little bit longer, 110 yards. Just go on the field and just have fun. That's it. Like, just yeah. don't make it complicated. So, like, that's the mindset. Like, I always gone into it with every uh, league or whatever. If it's like you get this many people on the field or you can't do this or that, just adjust to it. It's the new area, you know, new game and play. Yeah, just ball out. Um, so, in your opinion, who is the best player? that you've ever played with and against. Now you could throw a couple names out there. We could take it back to little players. <laughs> we could take it back to college. It doesn't matter. 
NFL, XFL, CFL, doesn't matter. Who would you say, just throw a couple names out there that you mm. think is the best you've played with and against? Amir Abdullah. Um, with, against. It's Amir Abdullah, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, just thinking. I mean, it's a lot of people. Amir Abdullah, Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, Von Miller and those guys, Tom Brady, obviously, like, I don't know. It's just a lot of folks. It's a lot of folks for yeah. sure. They're like just beast on the field. So Amir Abdullah, obviously one of the ones you played against. What made him so hard to like play against, bro? I mean, I know the answer, but from your yeah. perspective. Well, he they always ran outside zone plays with him. And then they will always at least have two blockers on the outside. So like I'll be the inside linebacker. Our DBs could never like get to him. And then he was just 50. run 20, 30 yards and score a touchdown or like we was like do ankle tackle and we when we played against some Rutgers versus Nebraska and yeah I, I don't know that was just one of our that's just one of my toughest games like in my college career like I'm like Ezekiel Elliott those guys that was that wasn't my toughest game like when we played against them like I was able to you know get him to the ground 15 tackles against him but like Mayor I don't know it was something that was just one of my toughest games I'm like man like we really couldn't get him to the ground like it was just gonna get to the ground because of like the outside zone plays that they uh, had drawn up. Yeah, definitely. He's one of the shiftiest running backs in the league for sure. Oh no, de- uh, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. So what what would you say from your perspective is the biggest difference from playing in college versus the professional level? Your ability, your smarts of the game. So like, the smarter you are. The more it was, it was, the smarter you are, the the more um, what's the word? It, it, you're you're gonna be able to play faster. That's what it is. So like a lot of guys are like smarter, so they're playing faster. The speed doesn't really change that much, but it does. It's definitely the smarts of the game. Like guys just know where to be. Yeah. So did you ever have like a like a welcome to the NFL moment, whether it was like a hard hit or it was just like a, oh, damn, like I'm taking the field with Carson Wentz type of deal or like kind of what was your like welcome to the NFL moment? I would say mine, and it's a, it's, it was kind of a bad one, but uh, when we played against Indi- Indianapolis and um, ran down on kickoff and on punt, I think it was. And um, this was on punt. Yeah, it was on punt. It was one I would go make a tackle right there to make it. And then somebody like, did a back, they, they call it a back block. So they come in front of you and then just like go like this. And like, it felt like he pushed me or kicked me, but he didn't do it on film. He just put his back. He came, somehow got in front of me like really quick just before um, it looked like, you know, I, like yeah, it was illegal basically. And like did a back block and I fell to the ground and like, it felt like I got knocked out. Like the it felt horrible. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I gotta be more mindful. Like looking left and right, I'm head on a swivel. So I learned a lot. That was definitely my welcome to the NFL moment. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, so, you know, <laughs> you've always been a big community guy all throughout your life, your career. Um, you just, you always love to give back to the community, stuff like that. When did you realize you could make an impact off the field just as much as you've made one on the field? Uh, back in eighth grade when uh, my dad, he didn't force me to like do any of this. He was just like, hey, like you should be giving back to other people, like, um, tell them about your journey, like just share it, like just get on that on a video and film. And, and um, yeah, man, like it, that's when I knew I was like, I gotta keep doing this. This is like a part of me. Yeah. So what's next for you, my man? I know with the pandemic going on and stuff like that, football is kind of taking a halt for a lot of dudes. Um, 
but what's, I know you've been doing a ton with your business and your podcast and stuff like that. Kind of just take us into that stuff, your career side of things, and then kind of tell us what's next. Yeah. Just, so I run a video marketing agency called iron visuals. So we do a lot of like video marketing, um, utilizing paid advertising and organic growth. And then I got a fitness business that I started as well that I'm, I'm doing and, uh, just working on an app for that. So I'm getting that going and bringing in my clientele that way. Uh, then I got like two, three other businesses that I'm looking to start very soon as well. So, and then one of them is going to start like mid April. So I'm just like, and it is a more family based. So I'm doing a lot, man. Just like staying busy, staying in shape every single day. I get up early, early in the morning, work out. Um, me and my, a couple of my buddies and my brother and stuff, we work out and just keep each other accountable. And I stay in that football routine because it's who I am. And it's like, one thing that I think some players, they may know this, like if you just stop working out, you, you'll you feel your bones start to hurt a lot because like you lift it so heavy all, the, all those years that you need to keep that muscle mass on. Otherwise your bones are gonna hurt, you know, in itself. So I, I always keep, I know like I will be in shape for the rest of my life, I will be. Um, God bless just all, you know, health and everything, but I will be, you know, in shape doing my thing and, uh, opportunity with the XFL. I might should do that one, uh, one more shot in 2022 and, you know, do that just to finish it out and then go from there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good, good. I'm, I'm glad you're trying to get back on the field. Cause I love watching you on the field. <laughs> so one last question for you, my man, I end the show with everybody the same exact way. What kind of advice through your personal life experiences can you give to the young guys out here trying to pursue their football dreams? What can I, um, I'll just say like, let's go from, I'll go out of high school to college to NFL high school guys. Like just know that like, it's going to take time. Um, the recruiting process is a pretty tough process. If you are interested and, and you need help with the recruiting process, I got you. Just hit me up, DM me on Instagram. I actually have a full course about that. So let me know. Um, in regards to anything else regarding like just life and stuff, like I know I'll make sure I can provide that value to you guys. Now, I'll just say just be, keep being persistent, keep pushing forward. Don't hold yourself back. Don't be discouraged. Just because you don't have the scholarship or whatever doesn't mean you, why can't you get an academic scholarship? Why can't you utilize your mind too? Like there's so many opportunities. Um, it's just about you getting there, getting getting the shot. Um, now, when it comes down to uh, college, college keep college like you gotta like keep yourself focused. Don't let the distractions hold you down. It's really easy to get distracted, and like be a leader on a team within those four years. And when you get to the NFL, I'll just say, man, NFL is all is a business and kind of a game in a sense. So just know that there's gonna be people that um, don't like you, and you know. There's going to be, uh, you know, some folks that even though you do everything right, they still will release you. So just know it's going to be OK. Keep on putting yourself out there. Keep marketing yourself and opportunities will come to you. So overall, football is a sport that creates discipline that helps open up uh, your mind, your ability. It helps open your, your network. So just know that to keep pushing, don't let yourself feel down and always give back to other people always give back to other people when you can. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Quentin Gaz, thank you so much for hopping on the show today. I appreciate you. Make sure y'all follow my boy on Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine yards. I'm gonna link it all down below. Once again, I appreciate you hopping on the show today. Thanks. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir.